Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. God is so awesome. Oh, man. It feels so good to be in, in the house of God tonight, not to, this afternoon. Amen. I'm looking at my brother, and he's going through pages and pages of notes, and I'm like, I got three little papers up here. Hallelujah. <laughs> I should have given him five minutes, should have given Brother Massey five minutes. Amen. But it's an honor to be before you, and thank you, Bishop, for being my bishop. Amen. I know we're, our family is relatively new. Uh, we've just been here a little over a year and a half, but this church has loved us and uh, showered us with love when we needed it the most. And Bishop, I want to just give you give you honor. The first family, I want to give you all the honor. All the ministry, I want to give you that give you that honor because normally I don't really get that nervous. But after you know when you're behind behind this 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 pulpit and you've had men of God in this church preach, you're like, man, is this is this gonna is this gonna cut mustard? Is this, is this gonna be good enough? But I think what God told my brother, shut up and preach it. He told me the same thing. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it runs in the family. And God just has to kind of keep smacking us around, saying, do it. Hallelujah. But Bishop, our family, we love you. Thank you for being our bishop. Thank you for loving us. Amen. Church family, thank you for loving us. Amen. And and, of course, I go through the same, and I'm not the funny one. I'm the more serious one, I guess. Uh, but, um, you know, as I was, I kind of went through the same things. Like, God, does this, you know, this just seemed, I'm, I'm a simple person. I'm not a great orator. I'm not real complex. And I'm like, God, is this what, is this really it? And then when he started going, I was like, okay, I guess this is it, God. Amen. And uh, but you know, I know this. I know it's Father's Day, and I guess this was a time. You know, it's most Father's Days. You know, when there's a you know you have your spouse on the side of you, they're always going to be giving you the elbow, saying, "Hey, listen to that. Listen to that. That's for you. That's for you." I decided. You know what? All the fathers, I'm going to save you some of those elbows. This is for everybody. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you know, if your wife's there, this is for her too. So you can kind of throw some back at her. Amen. And I'm just, it's, this is the, going in Mark 10, verses 17 to 22, common, common story. We, we've heard it, probably been preached from many times. The story that, that that rich young man in Mark, uh, I'm just going to read it, Mark 10, 17. And when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. And said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor. 
and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and take up thy cross and follow me. And he was sad at that saying, and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. And I always try to any time I, you know, minister, I try to give a title for, you know, for me that helps me remember stuff. And so I had said, okay, well, you know, getting rid of everything after the comma. Getting rid of, or you could, I didn't want to title it this, there's always, no, getting rid of everything after the comma. We always have, we always throw in things to say, well, God, I will do this, but, you know, and we, we live, a lot of times we live our lives and, and we do this in our, in our daily lives and whatever we're doing, you know, some of us say, you know what, I want to live healthier, but I like eating tacos. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to lose weight, but I'm getting all those rewards on my Whataburger app. I, wait, I got double rewards with this meal. You know, we, we do that in a lot of things. You know, we throw that comma in there. And I'm, now I'm not an English major. I don't know the, my wife's the grammar Nazi. She's the one that gets mad at me when I'm texting and I use the wrong uh, punctuation. Uh, but I do have basic understanding of English. Okay. And so a lot of times we throw commas in there and in, in, in different things that we do in our, and unfortunately, that happens in our walk with God. Now, I don't know if I'm going to stay on these notes. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just going to do whatever God wants, wants me to do. You know, and, and I use this, I, I read this, this, this portion of scripture, this story, and it's, well, we know it. We've heard it many times. You know, on, in verse 19, you know, the young man, he already knows what the commandments are. Jesus told him, you know, you, you, you know what you're supposed to do. And he's, he say, he's like, yeah, that's what I've been doing. You know, a lot of times we already know what we're supposed to do. We know the ropes. You know, or we can kind of say this, we know the culture of church. Or we know the language of church. When we say praise him, we know what that means. And, and, we, and we, we know it, okay, when, when the preacher preaches on salvation, we're supposed to get all excited. When the music hits this certain, this certain note, we're supposed to get excited. We, we kind of, you know, we've, we've been there. We know the ropes. We know how things go. Amen. But right here, when, when you, as, as we keep reading, verse 20, and he answered and said unto him, Master, all these I have observed from my youth. He's saying, I know this. I've done this. I've done it. I know how I know the protocol. I know what I'm supposed to do. Amen. And then you get to verse 21, and Jesus tells him, okay, but there's still one more thing. This is why I said getting rid of everything after the comma. Getting rid of, if you want to put it in layman's terms, getting rid of any, any of the excuses. Getting rid of any excuses that says, that says why I can't serve God. Getting rid of any excuses that says uh, why I can't, uh, hallelujah, have a deeper walk with God. And this, getting rid of any of those excuses that say, or the, getting rid of those things of the comma saying, Bishop, I trust you, I, I agree with you, but there's this here. 
Bishop, I, I'm behind you, but, you know, there's still some things I'm, nah, I'm kind of, you know, can't, can't, can't agree with you on that. This is what I'm talking about, getting rid of all those things behind the comma. Hallelujah. You know, for that young man, it was those riches, right? For us, it might be tradition. We're saying, well, my grandma said uh, I just had to uh, uh, confess on the Lord and I was saved. I just had to do the sinner's prayer. Hallelujah. Come on. You know, some, t- some of us, it's that tradition where we're going to have to just say, all right, I'm going to get rid of all that stuff behind the comma. All right, I- I'm going I'm to have to do what the book says. I'm going to have to be born of water and spirit. I can't just do what, what, what mama and daddy said, what grandma and grandpa said. No, I'm going to get in the word. Hallelujah. And, and if you want something for Father's Day, I'll, I'll throw this in there. Amen. And I know as a, as a father, and what's going to happen, or this is, this is for parents, Period. Amen. This is on that submission. Your children will only hear everything after the comma. Let me, I'll explain that. If you're saying, well, we, we love our bishop, we agree with our bishop, but uh, I don't agree with this that he says. Your kids are only going to hear that last part. That's all they're going to hear. And then you're going to wonder why at 14, 15, 16 years old, your bishop can't reach them. Your pastor can't touch them. Because you've already put in their mind, hey, th- this, is where, this is where I really feel. Hallelujah. Bishop, if I'm wrong, you can correct me. I just, this is what God told me to Told me to preach, teach, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. But I've learned that's what, the, that's, what, that's what they will remember. And then when you're having issues with them and you come to your bishop saying, hey, my kids, look, they're, they're going through things. They will have lost that respect and it's good, you're, it's gonna, you're making it a whole lot harder for your pastor to be their pastor, to be their bishop. Oh, hallelujah. That verse 22, Mark 10, verse 22. And he was sad at that saying, the young man, he was sad at the saying. After he got told, hey, you got to get rid of everything after that comma. He already knew what he had to do. He already knew, I got, I got to go sell this stuff. But he was, he, his, his first reaction, it, his reaction wasn't, let me go try to sell this stuff and see what happens. No, his first reaction was, I've already made up my mind. Oh, hallelujah. That's the danger of not getting rid of everything after the comma, saying, God, I'm going to trust you 
Bishop, I'm going to submit to your authority. God, I'm going to submit to your will and stop in there, not throwing in our own logic, not throwing in our own tradition. Hallelujah. Not throwing in on what we think, how things should be done. Hallelujah. The danger is, and I know it's, he was sad. He knew. He already knew. And I'm just going to kind of give you a personal, you know, little struggle that I had for probably about a year prior to coming. And most, I haven't, I didn't share this with, you know, we haven't, I didn't share it with, with most people. And I know we went through some stuff to get here. And it was a year, year and a half of, man, I wouldn't want to do it again. In part, it was God working on us. But I realized in part, it was me, myself. Because in my head, I was trying to think things logically. I was trying to say, God, I trust you. I'm obeying my pastor, but this is not how it's supposed to work. This is not, you know, this is not the plan. You know, it doesn't make sense. San Antonio doesn't make sense. You know, I already got a job offer over here. Why should, you know, San Antonio, it, 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 it doesn't make sense. There, there should no, you know, logically it doesn't fit. And for, for that year, what ends up happening, what ended up happening to me is slowly I started to let bitterness set in. I started to let, you know, I started to, to let some resentment start to set in. Just like this young man, that, that, that emotion right there, he immediately, he was sad. I started to let some of those, some of those things set in because I, I was basically keeping everything after the comma. I was basically saying, all right, God, yes, this is how you say things are supposed to go. And I had a false, this, this uh, how, how could I put it, a, a false humility, if you could say, saying, yes, God, I trust you, but this is the way it's supposed to happen. Logically, it works this way. And having that attitude allowed bitterness allowed resentment. And it wasn't until I, did, I finally realized, you know what? I'm going to have to kill some things. I'm going to have to die to some things. I'm going to have to trust God in some things. I can't just, I can't say, hey, God, this is the way I want to do it. I can't, I'm going to frame it. And I'm going to put my hands on it. I'm really going to have to give it to you and follow your will and follow what you want me to do. It wasn't until then. It wasn't until then where finally there was a release and we could fi I finally could come into a church service and say, God, I'm going to worship you with joy, with gladness. I'm going to be able to lift up my hands. 
Hallelujah. If you're struggling to worship, if you're struggling to lift up your hands, you might just need to get rid of everything after the comma. You just might need to get rid to get rid of all that, but this is how it should go. But this is how it should be done. You need to say, all right, God, I'm going to do it your way. Hallelujah. God, if you want me to, to be baptized in Jesus' name, that's what I'm going to do. Hallelujah. If I need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, that's what I need to do. Hallelujah. Because if you try it your way, you end up like the rich, that rich young man. Sad, grieving. You kind of, you'll end up like me, with bitterness and resentment. You can come into the house of God as much as you want, but you'll never have true joy. You'll never have, this, it won't, this won't be a place of refuge. If, if you're coming in with all that extra, but this is how I need to do it. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. How much time do I got? I think I'm done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The thing is, we have to make up in our mind and say, hey, I'm going to get rid of all that extra stuff. And I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm adding this because, and it's not because I'm supposed to say it because he's my bishop. But submission to our bishop, to, it, it's not partial submission. It's not halfway. It's not, this is the way it is, but I still think he's wrong here. That's not submission. You can tell yourself that, but you end up like the, that rich young man, sad and grieving. Hallelujah. Submission to the will of God is not, this is the way it's supposed to work, God, but I still have my plan. You end up sad and grieving. Trust me, you don't want to go through that year where you're torn. You don't want to go through, you know, and, and I, I'm not trying to blow my, you know, make myself look good or anything, but I pride myself in no matter what, I'm going to make it to the house of God. No matter what, I'm going to be there. Church doors are open, I'm going to be there. And during that year, Unfortunately, there was one time where I was just so frustrated. I said, I'm not going. I'm going to go work out. That was the most miserable workout I ever did. But I got so frustrated. I was, I was at that place where I was, and, and I had told myself I never would do that, but I had said, I just can't. Because I had allowed that resentment and bitterness to set in saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it the way I think I should. Hallelujah. Thing is, we will end up like that young man if we don't get rid of everything after the comma. If we don't get rid of all that buts, this is the way, this, you know what, not today. You know, I don't need to be baptized today. I, you know, I, I just, you know. I don't need to be born of water and spirit today. Today is the day of salvation. 
We got to get rid of all that other stuff. We got to get rid of everything else after the comma. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring Brother Massey. And I, 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 I enjoy hearing other people preach, teach, rather than I do teaching, preaching. It's less nervous. There's, there's not as much nerves. Amen. Brother Massey.